When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for a new podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Welcome to the Gridiron. Introducing the Corner Booth, a football podcast covering the latest trends and news in college football and the NFL. Here are your hosts, Jared and Mark. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the first ever Corner Booth podcast. I am your host, Jerry Clem, alongside my co-host, Mr. Mark Riley. How are we doing? Well, we're doing good. All right, so by the way, folks, if you're wondering, this is kind of an extension. If you guys have known from when, known me from college or, you know, just go back in the day, I used to do the Corner, Clem's Corner podcast on Southern Connecticut Radio. Now I'm here at Belly Up Sports, great group of guys. So me and Mark also co-write uh, a column that you guys should check out every Friday, every, comes out every Friday morning, has our picks for the weekly games. So that being said, oh, man, this week me and Mark did our picks. Uh, and Mark in col- Mark won in college, by the way. He, he did good. He nailed some pick upsets that I thought were completely stupid, but <laughs> had like, to go bold. Had to go bold. He, yeah, well, I mean, our, our whole motto is be bold, be bold, stand out. Exactly. And he was bold. I was a chicken. I took chalk, and he <laughs> finished at fourteen and six. I finished at thirteen and seven. Um, but in the NFL, uh, can I flex a little bit here? Uh, you can flex. Go ahead. You can flex. All right, eleven and one for your boy, and Mark went six and six. It's all right, you know, going on an even keel to start it off. You're going to go off hot start. You're looking to go down from this. I can go up. I've had weeks where I've gone. I think that was the week that Philly got ups up by Tennessee. I actually went 4-12 and 12 or something. It was god awful. One of the guys in the background, literally one of the guys uh, at Belly Up, we're not going to name his name, literally was chirping at me in, in, our, in our company group chat about it, and I was just ignoring him because I just had a rough week. I also a rough game. All- I also lost all three, you know, all three of my fantasy leagues that week. So I was just not a good mood, period. But all right. So, Mark, first off, we're going to talk about what, like, some of the bold picks that we both had and some of the ones that we both kind of missed okay. here. So, we're going to go college football first. We're going to do five from each, just kind of get the week started and let us know. So, in college, first off, Penn State, Michigan. Now, I loved watching this game because I have family from Penn State, and I have heard enough. As a Miami Hurricanes (laughs) fan, I am sick of Trace McSorley. I am sick of Saquon Barkley, and I don't want to see James Franklin anymore. I liked him when he stayed at Vanderbilt. So 
Why See, I like seeing James Franklin. I like I, seeing I him crumble. I just I hate the fact he now coaches for Penn State. I just Penn like seeing him crumble. To me, kind of represents like the boring side of college football and why college football gets a bad rap sometimes for being just lame. Because yeah, I can see it. It's because it's the tradition. It's the white. It's the white shirt, navy tie, and navy blazer in khakis. BS that nobody likes anymore. Yep. And the no. The no names on the back of the jerseys. It's so lame, and I'm sorry. Like my favorite, one of my favorite celebrations was when the guys points in the back of their jerseys because they did it. Especially yep. the running backs who break like eight tackles to score to the end zone. I hate it. So watching Jim Harbaugh and the boys absolutely obliterate them, and now. I think Michigan is a legit contender for the college football playoff. I think they will beat Ohio State in the coming weeks. And you could put that on – like, Mark, you want to write this down right now? Write it down. Prediction. I am saying this, and I'm writing it down right now. Jared thinks Michigan over Ohio State. Lock of the, lock of the season. Lock of the century. <laughs> Michigan. We can tell our boss, Mike Brown, that too, and he's going to probably disown me and kick me out of town. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know what? The air attack was amazing. I, I, I only got it to see half the game because I was working a big uh, job. But, oh, my Lord. All, I, I look up, and their quarterback's ripping apart this secondary. I'm like, I mean, bear in mind, even James Franklin admits that Penn State's not elite. But, holy crap. I mean, that being said, though, like, yeah, the uh, Penn State obviously had their defense played terrible. Michigan just destroyed them. But – Shea Magic didn't even throw that many passes. He's only 11 for 17, 144 yards, two TDs. That game, that defense, Tommy Stevens threw one of the worst interceptions I think I've ever seen in college football. Did you see that? They, so I missed that. I, where, what happened? Oh. To, uh, what McSorley, happened? McSorley and his yeah. uh, McSorley knee or whatever it is. I don't know. I think he's just coming back down to earth, all that hype with him. He had Barkley, which is why he looked good last year. Uh, yeah, I think he just – isn't as good as everyone thinks he was or is. Yeah. And I guess he got taken out because they were getting the beating, and I don't think they wanted to get hurt anymore. Tommy Stevens comes in and throws this pass to his left. I'm not kidding. The ball was directly to a Michigan player, and oh, the only I did person – Oh, interception. It was yeah, the guy was like 30 yards downfield. I, I don't know if that's who it was, was going like to. Right but. before I actually turned on the game, but I saw in sports there's not top plays – and that looks like one of those throws you when you're trying to like throw a, a bar a beer a beer bottle across a part of your body and take a chick out instead. Yeah, it, it just looked awful. I was like, how? Like I, I'm I, I was bewildered. I'm like, how's this guy even a uh, a scholarship athlete? But yeah. I guess in the grand scheme of things, it is completely knocked Penn State of any college football playoff talk. Thank, thank the I, Lord. I said in being a season they were one of my frauds. My other one was Notre Dame, and I'm still looking bad on that one. Yeah. But, um. You know what? It, they're, it's a, they're a solid game, but we're going from the Big Ten, uh, the Big Ten to the Big Twelve. And Mark, I'm letting you start off with this one: Will Greer in West Virginia knock off the Horns? I'll let you start this one. Will Greer, baby, the Lord and Savior has risen. He is exactly what Morgantown and the state of West Virginia has needed for all Besides these years. Ample funding. Yeah, that too. I mean, you know, let's not get personal about it. <laughs> but uh, but just it was just it was one of those games. It just didn't feel like they were going to end up pulling it off. They get that beautiful, beautiful pass with 22 seconds left to uh, uh, end the game. Dana Holgerson just balls to the wall, going for one two. of the best bullets in the game, by the way. Oh my god, I just don't understand the visor. 
Like, <laughs> I, I love, you, got, you, know you can rock funny? the hat, but not You know what's so funny? Uh, Texas has lost their last two games to coaches with bomb-ass mullets. That is true. Gundy uh, might have a better one. Gundy is my favorite coach in college football. Like, I hope he gets hired by Miami next season just for, just for, the, for, just for the mullet. I was surprised he didn't go to Tennessee this past year. I, I thought he was going to do that. I think, I think, like, he had such a good recruiting class at Oklahoma State, he didn't want to go. Well, I just don't think he's going to ever lose that job. And if he's cool with just kind of – there may be a year when Oklahoma State wins the Big 12. And, I mean, he's just coasting. He can have the look. There's no, like, real drama around him other See, than when I thought it was going to be the year they had uh, – what was it? What was it? Uh, Zach Rudolph? and uh, Dez. I thought oh, that was the year yeah. they were going to win. Or no, I think it was uh, the Brandon Mason. Whedon and, uh, oh, and Justin Blackman year. Yes. Yeah. The 28-year-old Brandon Whedon. Yeah, like you have a 28-year-old quarterback who's got more who's got more emotional stability than some of your coaching staff. You're, you're, you're bound to be okay. Um, I mean, he played for the Browns. I should have just told you all you didn't know about how like, stable he was. Yeah. But that was an incredible throw by Greer. Incredible I game. So when you made that pick, I was like, oh, God, here we go. He's just going with the team. And then <laughs> – I watched the game and I'm like, this kid can ball. And yeah, Wilger is the real deal. I, I kept picking him for Heisman, but because I knew he could put up numbers, but like that was a, just a clutch throw. The mechanics were god awful. Oh my god, he was his right foot was in front of him. He was just no mechanics at all. That was all arbitrary. It was yeah. all arbitrary. And you know, I'm you're gonna learn this about me real quick. I am such a football nerd. Like I actually look at everything from quarterback mechanics to how good of a release receivers get. Because I played eight years of it. I've watched and been obsessed with like Madden and football and strategy and NFL films, all this stuff. Like it's the greatest sport in the world. And so the thing was like, that's why I don't like Trace McSorley. His mechanics yeah. are worse than Vince Young's. And mm-hmm. like his his reads are horrible. I love Will Greer because his reads are amazing. He's got the guts of Brett Favre and the arm strength to boot. Well, the most impressive part to me was the chaos before the play even got snapped. Because the clock was running, the refs wouldn't get out of the way, and he's like looking around, like what's going on? Hikes the ball, throws a bread basket throw too. You couldn't have put I, it I, in a better you spot. You couldn't even like, I, I and as much as I, he, that was, you couldn't predict that's where I watched the end of the game. I saw everyone's like, oh, two point conversion. This I saw two point conversion. We sink it. I'm like, oh, great, that's great. Where is this throw? This 47 yard bomb. I want to see this. Exactly. I was yeah. Back, like, he hit that. Yeah, and then the chaos after. So they go for two. They get it with the QB run. And then did you see the whole Tom Herman thing? I didn't see that part. I just – because, you know, with Tom Herman, I just expect him to lose his crap at the end of the game. Well, cause Tom Herman's one of those coaches, like, he brought Houston from nothing. You kind of, like, like him. He's a good coach. And it's like, oh, is he going to bring Texas back, which I think they are back. That's another topic for another time. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he was complaining that – he said the touchdown, the two-point conversion should have gotten negated because Will Greer was showboating before he crossed the goal line, <laughs> which that is not even a rule. He said he needs a brush up on his rules. Um, so, you think? Yeah. Um, I know he's referring to the Miami rule. That rule is actually instated because of the Miami Hurricanes in the 1980s. That was like, like actual fun fact. Because the, I don't know if you've ever seen the U, the 30 for 30 film. That yeah, was the rule. It. The same rule he's referring to. Is he's referring to the rule you can't show up before the goal because Miami Hurricanes players in the eighties were notorious. every play. <laughs> yeah, every play. Like Michael Irvin was like the worst of them. Yeah, but and, all he did uh, was he like get a, a miniature high step, but not even like to the point where it was like anything like that. And then just 
reached the ball out, soon he crossed the goal line, threw it into the stands. Like I mean, they like, got a penalty. They got a penalty for a showboating after, exactly. but you're not going to negate like, the two point conversion. I'm trying to figure this out. Like if you just ran, if you just like not only threw the best touchdown pass in probably your school's recent history, and then you run in. The game-winning two-point conversion, dude. I might have been doing backflips in the end zone <laughs> at that point, like losing my absolute losing it. Like so, yeah. Tom Herman's got to get off his high horse. I'm sorry. I just, you know what? I respect him for resurrecting Texas because having ter- Texas back, having Miami back, it makes college football better. This is like I've been seeing this for a while, and I love it. Yeah, it's nice having those schools back. Gets things going again. Gets the conferences back to where they should be. Just sucks that the Big Twelve this year is struggling for other than now i guess west virginia and oklahoma is really the only hope they have yeah i mean even oklahoma state's a certain amount but like i mean they're they, they're season yeah, yeah i'm just saying this year for players, for like so a tight like a title contention yeah. yeah i still think i mean wait so you are you west virginia and oklahoma are different conferences i'm not that big on the big i don't know that much about the no league. they're they're both big 12 so if both teams went out they play the last game of the season and then whoever they wins that trouble. yeah Okay, good. So at least we know, like, if they won. I think both teams in Morgantown. Out. Hopefully, I'll be there. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. I might take a tailgate for that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, like, okay, Mark, give me. T- I'll, I'll spot. To the- I'll get somebody for the ticket. You just gotta find me some place to sleep. Uh, yeah, Actually, I'll figure. The tickets, the easiest part. The, the student tickets are uh, free there, so we figured Ooh. it out. Yeah. That's that's actually it's a cheap, cheap, cheap town. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, it was a big game, big win. Uh, I was with my buddy. One of my best friends from home is a Texas fan, and I was sitting right next to him, so it felt even better too. So. Oh yeah, it's the best part. Like yeah. well, I, I was, uh, I I watched our our Eagles win the Super Bowl, surrounded oh, yeah. by Giants and Cowboys fans. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get into that? Um, I have fortunately, my okay. So listen, I have dated Patriots fans. Oh. I have my two, my three best friends. Are not are forty ers actually isn't that bad, but then it's Cowboys and Giants. Okay. My entire family is Giants and Patriots fans. I am just I am just a glutton for punishment. Oh, and my dad's a Vikings fan too. So watching the NFC title game last year was hilarious with him. That is a wide variety of fan bases. You know what? I I, I roll with it. Now it makes sense why you're uh, Miami Eagles. You're talking about Penguins, Sheesh. Diamondbacks, Timberwolves. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I might have to hop on that Timberwolves bandwagon, but we'll get on that later. So, I am not, you know, I've been a Timberwolves fan since like Sam Cassell and like Latrell Sprewell were there. Like, even before that was just Terrell Brandon and Joe Smith and Kevin Garnett. So, like, I've been there since before the original big three they had. So, well, I just want them to make that deal for four uh, first round picks. I'll be all about it. I want them to trade Tim to like Washington and get like John Wall on a draft pick. I don't want any of those draft picks from from, uh, Houston. Wow. I'm actually going to write a rebuttal about it because I think that you're going to get what the 20th overall pick or the 28th overall pick for the next like seven, four years. It's not worth- Houston team's not going to stay together though, so they're not going to. So by the at least your third or fourth year of having those picks, you're going to be top team because the Houston that's, team's going to fall apart. The last two years of Wiggins and Towns' deal, Minnesota's not a, a rebuild mode. They've got to reload quickly. Like that I is mean, true. Yes, that's the issue now. They have superstars. They need they need that third piece. Derrick Rose could be that third piece. I don't know. If he stays healthy, he's a he can ball. Man, the 50-burger. I know. He dropped a 50-bomber on him. All right. Yeah, and, that's a college football. <laughs> yeah, I know. We get, I, I go on rants just – and good. You go on rants just like me. This is going to be a perfect partnership. All right. Um, Georgia-Kentucky. Kentucky showed me some brass stones because I thought they were going to get their butt kicked in. 
and they I don't think Georgia has that ability. That's my theory. Yeah, it's they're not as dangerous without Sony Michelle. Yeah, Swift is good, but with Chubb and Sony Michelle, I mean, I think I think the game went. I saw it just happening like that. I mean, it wasn't going to be a blowout, but I think Georgia's just a better team. And also, that's what yeah, happened. I think also Kentucky, this is their best program they've had since Andre Woodson. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, uh, oh, God, Alabama, LSU. Jesus. What do we, uh, uh, why are we even watching? Like, the rankings are coming on probably within, I think it's about to be halftime of this game, but what's the point? What are we doing? This is almost like NBA with the Warriors. Like, who's going to beat them? I thought, you know what? Tua is the only thing keeping that dynasty alive. Because you know what's so funny? How did Clemson beat Alabama? They outplayed him at quarterback. Yeah. You can't beat Tua. Tua is a monster. And they've got two more years left with him after this. Uh, Our only hope is guys like Nikozi Perry and uh, what's the dude out of um, – who's that other young quarterback out west that, like, is, like, supposed to be, like, a baller? Oh, crap. There's, like, got, there's a couple yeah. young quarterbacks out there. That is the only way you're going to beat a team. You need a Miami or a Texas or a Oklahoma or, a, God, a Washington or some team that's going to have, like, a loaded roster but just have that once-in-a-generation quarterback – just to take a nut shot at Alabama and knock them off in the title game. Well, that's what I think. That's why I think Kelly Bryant is transferred because I think Dabo Sweeney saying, "Hey, this Trevor Lawrence kid's the only hope we have to beat." He's the only hope the NCAA has. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, maybe well, like, like you know, like I said, Nicozy Perry or fucking uh, or from out in Georgia or like well, we got the, new, the new freshman at LSU. I think LSU's not dead. Going forward, I think this year, I think they need to drop Orgeron because he's 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 the people's coach, but he's just he's he's not a good coach. Like I don't, I wouldn't get rid of him yet because I think Joe Burrow is just terrible. I you know what I saw yeah you know honestly when I watched the Miami LSU game, LSU shouldn't even beat us if we had I said this I said this in my article if they had Nikozi and I do refer to my by the way folks I refer to my Eagles and Hurricanes a lot because it's a lot of how I watch my football. But watching the game, the way I saw it, the way the Miami offense had to be so anemic with a bad quarterback like Malik Rozier, that's the only reason they won. We started coming back at the end. We were only down by like 14 points when the game clock ended. And honestly, you give us another quarter, that game's, we're winning that game by a field goal because they finally got under Malik Rozier's butt about it. But like, I was not impressed at yeah. all. With LSU, I thought they were fast, but the more Mario looked at the game, and I'm like, this ain't that impressive. They got lucky that we had a bad quarterback. I so, think them just them spanking Georgia was just a fluke. Oh yeah, such a fluke. It's just yeah, but well, can we talk about one more game? One more game. I just caught him off guard. One more game. I think we should mention real quick, and it was not an upset, but Ohio State only beat Nebraska 36-31. This goes in. I know this goes into why I think Michigan's going to beat them. I think there's too much chaos around the program. I think Haskins is good, but like even though they run the ball, like oh they're talking about oh Ohio's really running the football. They're going to be such a good team. Like no, they're not. Look, they barely squeaked by Nebraska, who's god awful. Yeah, but I'm telling you, the, I'm a huge Scott Frost fan. Well, I know, I know you said that already, and I I, I like Scott Frost. I love when he came over. I thought it was going to be a good pick for the program going forward. I just it they're not in a win now mode. This isn't the years with Taylor Martinez and Dominican Sue. They're a couple years away. 
And uh, I think honestly, they get like, and I think Ohio State's run of dominance from like, which has been the same, like it's been this way since like Maurice Claret. Yep. But like, I think it's going to be like the late '90s where like they're going to be barely relevant again in a couple of years because I think once Urban Meyer leaves, nobody's want to touch that program because I don't even want to know about the stuff that swept under the rug up there. <laughs> oh my lord! He's he's been freaking out on the sidelines this year too, like oh hands God. on his head, like his looking like he's losing his mind. Because didn't he almost die when he was in Florida from his health? Yeah, and then but that's like he does the classic like Coach K like I mean I I, hope, I don't I mean it's probably serious but he talks about how he has these migraines and all this stuff whenever they play poorly it's just like all right everybody yeah. whatever I so, know all right we gotta get to NFL quick we're gonna have to speedball these games we're gonna have to do like a sentence and a half each because like we we do a little over on those games for college but uh, Bears Bills all I gotta say is the Bills are god awful the Bears are a decent team and Josh Howard called out. We don't know. If, we don't know if the Bills are that bad. We just know Nathan Peterman is the worst quarterback possibly to ever play the game. I honestly, and I am not a Kaepernick guy whatsoever. I agree with this. Me- I'm not going to get into this, but I agree with this message. I just don't think I. I you know, I'm not. The whole issue is really hazy to me. Yeah. But he's a better quarterback than Nathan Peterman. Give him a job there. Seriously, I put an, I wrote an article about it, and I was like, he would just. Why not? Why yeah, not? I, I like honestly give Kaepernick a job at Buffalo. They give Bills Mafia something to cheer about. I mean, that would be a wrong seat to put him in. <laughs> oh, awful scene, but it'd be fun for us. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Right? Watch him running for his life behind that awful uh, one. All right, Bucks, Panthers. The Buccaneers are a train wreck. Fitzmagic is back, and goodness. the Panthers are a really good team. Yeah. I, this was my game. It was like, all right, Panthers are going to come back to earth. Cam Newton, who I think is really good, but he can never just pull it all together, beat a Bucks team that he should have beat. But, yeah, I mean – they look good. The defense is getting good. Ron Rivera, man, sneaky, sneaky, great coach. But Ron, baby, he's the he's the he's the dude. If only Cam Newton wasn't so lazy on his mechanics, uh, he'd be an amazing team. But uh, just doesn't take it serious. It seems like yeah. Well, uh, Colin Cowherd, my boy, actually made a a great point. He hit uh, Cam Newton is the fourth best pass rating his comp in his division. Yeah. I'm <laughs> That's not that's a, it, well, I mean, just a freak of nature that doesn't that makes sense, but like Fitzpatrick, really? Yeah. Side note, I think Jameis Winston won't, won't be a, a Buccaneer by next year. Yeah, he's gonna be a Jaguar and it's gonna be just more of a train wreck. Oh my god, that would be so much fun to watch. I just, that's what pissed me off though. What? Jameis Winston, I am the only one that like I even heard an article I've gotten ripped apart for it. I think he's actually still could be good. He just throws the worst interceptions. It doesn't he's make sense. He's the intelligence of a potato. That's the problem. Oh, God. He's like, the, he'll throw balls, and you're like, what? He's the what? dumbest no, no, human no. being I've ever seen go under center. Like, Jamarcus Russell was lazy, but he was intelligent, at least football-wise. Holy mother of God. I watched that, that um, Hard Knocks special with the Bucks last year <laughs> or two years ago. Oh, my God. He was the dumbest human being I've ever seen in my life. I was like... Yeah. Not even eating the W's thing. I'm talking about just him talking about Mobile, Alabama, stealing some crab. Like, <laughs> homeboy, you're a you're a paid f- like 14 million a year to throw a, a pigskin down the field. Yeah. I I think Desha- like Deshaun Jackson, who's like from Compton, is got no <laughs> intelligence this kid has. Like, oh my god. Oh man, yeah, he's like I said. I I just I, there's a part of me. It's like he's supposed to be good, but he just he's got the talent. He's just not. Not the intelligence. That's the case. yeah. That's the problem. Chiefs, Browns, Mahomes is a baller. That's crazy. Hunt is probably a top five running back. And Baker Mayfield 
God bless him. He'll get a good head coach eventually. Does I'm back to uh, Lincoln Riley? Does he does he do it? Do they would he move from Oklahoma that could easily just keep running the Big Twelve, or does he go to the Browns? I would. Think, I don't even think it's going to be the Riley. I could see like a David Shaw possibly. Well, they were saying uh, Bruce Arians just came out and said that that's the only team he would have. He would come back out of retirement for, but supposedly it was a ploy to get Chuck Pagano, Chuck Pagano the job, which would be Chuck terrible. Pagano, I love Chuck Pagano, and he's a sweet man. He's like one of the nicest dudes in football, but he's not a head coach. He's not what Baker needs, that's for sure. You no, know, Baker needs an offensive genius. And Hugh Jackson is a genius on offense when he doesn't have the rest of the coaching staff to deal with. Yeah, but he also, you could say he's a genius with the offense, but he says some dumb. He's like up there with John Gruden with saying some pretty. Uh, I'm going to start stuff. with the Raiders. That's that's I, that was like my final point in the column this week. I <laughs> saw it, and I wrote that. I was, I I was, I had a couple beers in me. I'm like, oh my god, this guy may be the dumbest human being I've ever seen. Uh, or he's a genius. You can always spin zone it. You can always spin zone. He has five first point. round picks. I made the point. If he pulls off like what, like the like um what the. Whoever the Herschel Walker trade, I think it was the Cowboys when they were able to get Irvin Smith and a bunch of other like first round picks out of Herschel Walker. If they pull something like that, then yeah, great. Yeah. But yeah. what are the odds? Like the NFL draft is crapshoot. You and me both love the draft, but it's like holy crap! Like I've seen like these phenomenal picks just fall by the wayside. Well, they were talking about Joey Bosa possibly. I was like, that would be a pretty solid replacement. Not saying anybody. Well, not Joey Bosa, uh, his brother. Um, yeah, Nick. Nick Bosa. Yeah, yeah, I, but, I still think he's a, I still think the NCAA needs to put up a rule or something that like you can't or the NFL needs to be like, listen, you can't like declare for the draft midseason. You gotta finish playing. I just don't see the point. Like you're still gonna do the same thing regardless if you're enrolled or not. Like just say you're still with the team, but do your own thing, you know? Like you don't actually have to come out and say, Oh, I'm done, I'm declaring and working on my draft. Just do your thing, work out the facilities. Be a part of the team, and I mean, you can't hurt. I mean, just just play the games. Well, like, the, do Joe, the, Nick Bosa, I don't think can. Burst, do 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 the fucking do the thing Joe, Jay Ajayi did with the with the health insurance policy, and just that's it. Call I don't think London, Nick Bosa can play, play though. Why can't he play? He's. I think his uh, abdominal injury was like season ending. Oh, okay, yeah, that's different. But I mean, like I'm talking about the running back from uh, Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, Ryan Anderson. Well, he tore his ACL. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So, okay. So this makes sense now. I'm starting to th- cause like, I, I was going to say, I was like, these guys are, I mean, I don't see why they have to declare though. Why can't they still yeah, just I, be there? Yeah. Like, why can't you just like be like, listen, like I'm going to be around the team and I'll be entering the draft. Fuck. Yeah. Like who cares? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Jets, Dolphins, this game threw me in fantasy because I had uh Devontae Parker and uh Kenyon Drake on my roster. Oof. But thank God. Cause I did not want to see a Jets victory there because I just, I think Sam Darnold needs about four more years of incubation. But <laughs> that last pick sick was so funny because Baker picked that thing off and ran it back, and nobody on the Jets even tried to catch him. Todd God bless the people that took the over in that game. That's all I got to say. God, that was so bad. Because the first one was so high scoring. That's why it was so Yeah, funny. yeah. Um, Steelers-Ravens. Steelers are back. It's a typical Steelers-Ravens game, you know, yeah. a little bit of a bruiser, nothing too crazy. James Conner's a beast. It's crazy. That was the best pickup. I have him in four leagues. I picked him up in three of my leagues, and I could not be happier. I should have been on that, but I didn't think about it. I, I think it was also because week one of fantasy, I was nursing a really bad hangover that Sunday, so <laughs> I just missed everything. 
All but right. Like, um, it, it's Le'Veon. I mean, what's oh, the point? I like? My cousin drafted Le'Veon first overall in our in our family league with me and uh, Brian Lynch from Belly Up. Shout out. Um, and uh, he of uh, the poor kid just got stuck with him. I think he yeah. grabbed like he grabbed some other running back or plays, but like the poor kid got screwed. I'm like, you shouldn't take him, and he took him anyway. I'm like, oh god. Yeah, I took David Johnson instead of him. Really didn't work out, but that that's screwed still, me last still, year. Still numbers. That screwed me last year with taking Johnson first overall. I had Gurley fall to me at six this year in my family league. I was so happy. What? Yep. Gurley fell to six. Gurley fell to six, and I grabbed wow. Melvin Gordon with the, with the uh, tenth pick. So I had the two best running backs in fantasy this year. So you're winning most likely. I no, I, I'm only five and four because I've had some really bad breaks. Yeah, as they point against like my cousin. My cousin, she's a, a grad student at UW, and she is destroying everybody. She has Kamara. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. some like and it's just like I'm lucky. My one, I'm thinking I have one loss in my one league, and it's not like I'm dominating. It's just everyone else is just shit in the bed when they go against me. Oh, exactly. All right. Uh, like Lions, Vikings, Lions just need Lions just just go home. They need to yeah. their life. Their life. No Golden Tate and their offense falls apart. Uh, Which was a bizarre trade. Like I didn't think they were giving up on the season, but yeah, just I, get I rid of him. Confused. I was kind of confused. I think also his contract's up. That's why I think they were just trying to get a yeah. turn on it. I honestly wanted us to go after um, a running back. I wanted us to go after Jordan Howard because he fit our system. But this is fine. Josh Adams is a solid downhill runner. But either way, the Vikings looked better. They're a solid team. I think they're the fourth best team in the in the in the NFC. I still would take Philadelphia over them. That game against us was a fluke. We played like garbage the entire game. Um, the, the Eagles right now are a. Uh, we still have that. Like we're just waiting for that. You know, like the Panthers game, we should have just spanked them. Never had that comeback. That kind of deal. Like, living snide of them, and the Jaguars game was good because it showed we can win ugly. Well, we've proved that a couple of times now. The Colts early, but I mean, like I said, the Eagles. If they don't come, if they don't start showing their true colors, though, like I might have to start being like, all right, maybe they're not as good as we. Gonna, well, we also, thought they, they were. Been but. hosed on defense with injuries this year. That is true. McLeod's been a huge loss. Yeah, it's it's killing us. Um, Falcons, Redskins. Falcons have an explosive offense, and the Redskins got exposed that they're not the best team in the NFC East. I honestly, I would pick if Dallas and them played again. I might pick Dallas because that was a god awful display of of football by the Redskins and uh, the, the Falcons, Falcons. Are they're just the most inconsistent team in football? Well, I just want to know. Like, it's a shame. Like, I feel bad for them because Dan Quinn, like, he's just be getting a lot of high high praises because. This team, their defense, they lost so many players to start the year. And like, oh, yeah. just, they, they, this they is lost, like the typical. Uh, Jones. They lost Debo and what's his name? Uh, uh, Neil. Uh, Neil, Keanu yeah. Neil within like, yep. the first, then they lost uh, Alfred too, I think. Yep. This is one of those like, what could have been years, you know? Like, they, they were, were projected loaded. to be pretty. Yeah. yeah. They, they, all, they literally took us to the brim. And that was after they lost two of their guys mid game. It's crazy. Yep. Well, that was an identical game. From the year before, to those strange, oh, but wow, it's terrifying. Um, yeah. Texans Broncos. The Texans are a good team, but they're not a great team. They're like they're exactly how you said it. Good team with a question mark at the end of it. It's like it's are the they? Watson, he's so gun shy. Yeah. And yes, the Broncos make games ugly because that pass rush is unbelievable. But by the way, Derek Wolf has cor- has cornrows. The funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. You're just seeing this now. <laughs> I was watching yeah. the game, my buddy in the bar, and I'm talking, and like, and one of my friends, she's one of the bartenders, and my, I had my other best friend, the Niners, for next to me, and we're talking, and I'm, I look over, I'm like, Chris, this dude has corn, this white boy has cornrows. 
And he just and he just started dying. He can't even keep it together because Garrett Wilson looks like a Viking. That's why it's hilarious. Yeah, trade him. It was. Is he always been a Bronco? I feel like he. Just, I feel like he wasn't a Viking. He's all. I think he's always been a Bronco. He like had his big emergence back when they had Manning. That's when he started like making. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Chargers Seahawks. Chargers well, are good. Uh, Chargers are good, but they played on a competition because the Seahawks are not a very good team, and it's just an ugly game. But Mike Williams can ball. So can yeah, Mike Williams. Well, he's a freak of an like athlete. And then I'm Melvin so Gordon just that putting he finally up got his numbers. He finally got healthy. Yeah. So yeah, he, the Chargers are a good team. They're my sleeper team to go to the to be a Super Bowl contender. They got to find a kicker. Oh yeah, they got to find a kicker. If they find that kicker, look out. But uh, yeah. Rams Saints. Oh man, Holy what a game! Amazing game. Uh, I think the Saints, if they play again, the Saints lose. Yeah, it's one of those. I mean, it could go either way. I check and I think uh, uh, the Saints prove their defense can go against. Uh, the Saints also showed how you beat LA, and it's your strict girly to one touchdown. Um, they still put up. I mean, as much as the defense did do well, I mean, it was still pretty high scoring. That's why I think I know. This, it goes either way. You gotta be able. Yeah. You gotta be able to go. So, like, let's say like a team like Philadelphia or a team like uh. It goes in there. They're going to have to put up numbers. It's going to look like last year's game. So that's why, like, they showed how you beat them. You just don't make dumb mistakes down the stretch. The yep. Rams have capitalized three times this year on teams making stupid mistakes in the final seconds. You had Cousins with the fumble when they played Minnesota. You had uh, the Packers fumble in the kickoff. Ugh. And then um, Seattle, they just got the fourth down. Seattle's the fourth down. It's just it's ridiculous. They catch these lucky breaks. I said they are the 2007 Patriots all over again. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm just waiting for them to have that game. That, that team, they play a team in the playoffs. And they just, my buddy thinks they're going to lose in the first round. Like Goff is going to get hit with one bad pass rush, and he's going to crumble. I think yeah. it's going to be NFC title game, and you're going to see what's going to happen. Like Goff's going to get overwhelmed. Like like uh, it might be Philly, or it might be Minnesota, or New Orleans, or Carolina, who's just going to catch him off guard with too many bad blitz packages, and Goff's going to start throwing picks up and right. Get a little antsy back there, quick feet. I mean, he, he seems pretty Chicken calm feet. for the most part, though. Yeah, I know. Just, like the, the, a good quarterback, you'll notice, and this is why I most watch so much film is like a good quarterback, like a Wentz or a Brady or a Rodgers, Big Ben, Breeze. They all have very calm feet, even Red yeah. too. You yeah. see guys who are not Tyrod Taylor, Michael Vick before he went to Philly, um, Kaepernick after Harbaugh left. Um, Brandon Whedon, these guys who are uh, Blake Bortles, they have happy feet. Their feet are always moving. Yep. And even to a certain extent, Baker in the beginning of the season, his feet and like uh, Josh Allen, a lot of these young guys, they have quick feet. Darnold, same thing. If their feet are moving, they're antsy. They can't make a rhythm throw. They can't just streamline, turn, cut, and rocket it. So yep. that's the problem. I think that once I just. If you, the pass rush can make you have happy feet. Uh, Packers, Patriots, knew this was going to happen, in my opinion. The Packers are falling apart. I think that Ted Thompson may be the worst GM in football. And, yes, you heard it here first. Um, I think that he had the, one of the greatest quarterbacks of our generation. And because of his whole we build through the draft moniker, yeah. Aaron Rodgers will only have one title his entire career. And that you could put down the books. I don't think he wins another one unless he was in the team. Well, this is the first year, too. I think it's, like, very odd. Like, the Packers usually every year it's like, okay, you know they're going to be good because Aaron Rodgers. This year it's kind of been, like, there's no relax. There's no, like, everything's going to be okay. It's like, you don't know. Like, you have Aaron Rodgers and what can he do? But They're the third best I mean, team in their own division, fourth best yeah. team. I think the Lions are better than them. 
I think they're the worst team in their own division. I don't think they, the Lions can be better than them just because Aaron Rodgers. That, that, that's yeah, I, like, I, but the Lions beat them every time. It cracks me up. Yeah, it is, it is strange, the head-to-heads. But. Um, and then, last but not least, oh, Lord, Monday night. <laughs> okay, what so, great quality football that was. Oh, my. That was actually a fun game to watch. Well, yeah, because there was turnovers. Um, so, fun, two things. Uh, I had Henry and Mariota in my paid league, and I needed them to get seven points. They got me 32. Blow <laughs> winning your boys in second place in his in his 12-teamer. But also my buddy, to my boy Nick, shout out. Big Cowboys fan. He was saying how the Cowboys were going to run through them. They're the best, one of the best defenses. They're better than the Eagles D. I'm like, you realize the Titans are a very good team. They beat us. And we're far better than you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mar- three three Mar- players. Mar- Mari Cooper. Oh, my gosh. Mari Cooper. They hyped him up because he called that touchdown. And then he didn't do anything the rest of the game. One. Here's the problem with Mari Cooper. He's a really good B-plus receiver. Well, he has got he can run routes is what he can do. He can run routes and he's fast. That's yep. it. And then Sean Lee. Poor guy. Poor guy. Tearing his hamstring. He's just... He just can't stay healthy. Like, what do you like? Just retire. That's a genetic thing. Like, it's not even like how you take care of yourself. Like, Joey Galloway played 19 years in the NFL, and the dude drank all the time. Exactly. Like, like you can't like. Yeah, no, I feel bad though because like he's obviously in shape, great football player, but he just can't stay healthy. He should replace uh, Witten in the booth and see how that goes. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I don't know. I can't deal with any more Cowboys in the booth. Um. Derrick Henry, I think the Titans have a great thing. The one thing I think the Titans could be better is they gotta use Henry more. I think Yeah, they don't use him. And I I honestly said, I said to my buddy in the bar once, I'm like, yo, Eagles should just offer the Titans like three, three picks for Henry. Because he goes to Philly or behind any offensive line that's actually decent. He runs for a thousand yards easy. He's such a good running back. It's just I'm not that all bored on him. He's a downhill runner. That's why. He fits downhill running systems. Yeah. So like that's why Pay Philip or Peyton Lindsley, whatever his name is on Denver, he thrives there because they're a downhill running system. Yeah. He goes to a scat system like they have in Tennessee or they have in New England. He would suffer because they're not built to run the ball down your nose. Well, yeah. When you have Mariota, you're not expected. Yeah. To that's why so. Josh Adams is going to have a great year for us because that's what he did in Notre Dame. Yeah. A downhill running system. That's what Philadelphia wants to do. They never want to run side to side. They've never had running backs like that since Westbrook. So they want to run the ball or McCoy. They want to run the ball up your face, up your th- down your throat, and then dump it and launch it down into a wins. That's how you win games with the Eagles, and it's why Derrick Henry would succeed with us. That's just my opinion. I mean, yeah, it would be like a better version of Legarrette, I would say too, and a faster version. That's what I mean. When I say better, I mean just that. he's just all improved. I, I miss Bonzo so much. I miss the Bruiser. I miss the Bruiser. All right, now it's time for Mark's segment, the run. Uh, in a list of 10 topics, Mark is going to read them out to me. We're going to banter a little bit, and we're going to see how it goes. So we already uh, brushed up on number one with uh, Tom Herman. Now he needs to brush up on his rules with the uh, show voting. Second thing is, in the NBA, Kyrie Irving, is uh, he's not happy. He uh, So Jamal Murray put up 48 points last night against the Celtics. Uh, great, in a great game, though. Yeah, great game, great game. No, nah, they only have one loss, by the way. So I know nine and one. It's it's amazing to me. Like, I mean, if I mean the nug, I, I hold on, the Nuggets won, right? I'm having a mind fart right now. 
Yeah, they won. Yeah, the Nuggets won. So I understand where Kyrie's coming from, chucking the ball into the stands. When okay, so if you guys don't know, and I'm, I'm kind of jumping out of start here because I, I kind of made the point before he finished. Kyrie, he am I right? He chucked the ball into the stands after yeah. um, Murray went for a three. Yeah, the clock was running out. Murray knew he had 48, so he just ch- chucked up a three, missed it, didn't even get the 50, but Kyrie grabbed the ball, was walking off the court, pissed off, and then launched it about 80 rows into the stands. I get it. It's not cool sportsmanship-wise, but if you're Jamal Murray, you're a young guy. Like, dropping a 50-bomber this year is it would be amazing. Like, it, it makes your career so much more legitimate. He even said it in the post-game interview. He's like, yeah, I know I shouldn't have done it, but I just wanted the 50. And, like, Kyrie would have done the same thing. At that age, like it just—I don't know. Kyrie was just pissed that. they lost. Just, he played for horrible teams. Yeah, he was just pissed they lost. I mean, I think yeah, Jamal Murray should have done it, but then Kyrie shouldn't have chucked yeah, the ball. I, I see both sides, but I'm kind of, I'm more for fun in sports. So go Kyrie. I, Kyrie can go cry a corner. So number three, uh, did you see? Speaking of Irvings, did you see Michael Irvin go nuts oh, on God. first day? I Michael Irvin, I love him because he's an ex Hurricane. He oh goes, my gosh. Prescott is a big time player. Okay, playmaker, chill. chill. He went off. And I mean, I think Stephen A just brought it out of him and the, a, it worked. Stephen A, I love this man. You, you can tell his Philly roots are coming out because oh. he was enjoying ripping Cowboys fans for hours. And I think Max Kellerman is the biggest joke in media. Possibly. I can't believe he, he, he's, he's awful. He's got off. Just put Will Kane on there. I'm a, yeah, Will, Will Kane. Kane, I want yeah. to hit with a bat. Well, it's, I know, no physical violence. I want to just put some duct tape over the mouth while I'm on the air. And, you know, like, just give Molly the, the reins. Seriously. Because uh, well, these guys who are on Snapchat for ESPN, they're so much better. Because yeah. the idiots that you throw up there with Stephen A, I feel horrible for Stephen A. Well, I'm actually, I, I mean, as much as Will Kane is, like, annoying little, like, pest, I'm a fan of him over Max. Oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, if you're going to rank him, Will Kane's just a moron, but Max is just really big. Just, he, and he, Max should just stick to boxing. That's all it should be. He should just, I mean, I feel bad, though. It feels, it feels like Stephen A forces him to come up with some things, but. Yeah, I know. And it's kind of it's crap. I just, I can't stand Max. So, speaking of Will Kane and Dak Prescott, uh, it's a good segue. Jerry Jones, this is sources Will Kane. Jerry Jones said today that they plan on extending Dak after this season. Okay, so that's fine by us Eagles fans here. Uh, continued mediocrity, um, fine. Why I, say I, it now? Why say it now? Well, I mean, I think it's – I see where Jerry's coming from trying to give a bolt Some of confidence, confidence I guess. quarterback, but they should not – they should get rid of Jason Garrett in the offseason. They need to – if, if Dak is really the franchise quarterback he is – got to find I've out. I've watched yeah. Dak since college. I loved him when he beat Alabama, and I, I wanted Philly to draft him and go with Zeke in the first round. Not kidding. That is literally what I said to my buddy before the whole Carson Wentz thing came about. And no for, for for current record, Carson Wentz is my favorite player. I have an authentic Wentz jersey standing, hanging next to my desk right now. But when I was looking at the draft, I said, let's get Dak in the third or fourth. Let's go with Zeke in the first round. It'll change our franchise. Well, <laughs> so they did it right. They just aren't executing well then. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I still think Dak's a good player. I just think he's a solid beat. Jason Garrett is just a square. I did just not a see, shoe. I, I will admit I missed on Wentz. I thought Wentz, I did not. I, I, I miss. I had no idea what he was going to say, but I, I knew exactly what I was going to get from Dak. And yeah. This is exactly what I saw. I would love to see Dak throw the ball downfield more. I think he's got a better arm than Garrett gives him credit for, but I think Jason Garrett's a horrible play caller. So. I, think, I think Dak – 
the reason why they succeeded so early too was he wasn't he had nothing to lose. Now it's like every pass it's like every pass matters for him. So he's worried about those deep balls because he doesn't want to risk it. Like he threw one in the end zone last night and it got picked. So I mean that's understandable. Well, the game but, uh, should have been a bigger blow because Corey Davis should have caught that touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So on to the next uh, random little. Speaking of, we're segueing perfectly. Uh, boxing. Floyd Mayweather is fighting or fighting a kickboxer in Japan. He's 20 years old, I believe. His name is Tenshin Nasukawa. Nasukawa. Tenshin Nasukawa. Hey, listen. I will give you all the credit in the world for trying to attempt to pronounce that. I just said that guy. Um, yeah. The kickboxer. Not Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, Supposedly, I, it's not no. going to be Eminem. It's not going to be MMA. I think the whole point of this is for it to be MMA, so then Floyd can get in the octagon at some point. But To fight Connor or to fight uh, the, the dude. Khabib. Khabib, yeah. yeah, whatever his name is. I couldn't remember his name. He's kind of a, 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 a scumbag. So, um, yeah. But, you know... I still think I call him Cousin Moe's from The Office because he looks like him. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He looks like Cousin Moe's. I can't. I saw the picture of him and I texted my buddy. I'm like, you know who he looks like, right? He goes, oh, God, you're right. I'm like, yeah. Oh man, I didn't see it, but now I do, and I can't get yeah, it. Yeah, you can't unsee it. But uh, yeah, no, I, I honestly, if if it's MMA, is it weird? I'm kind of like. I would love to see Floyd get knocked the hell out, but like, a kick I feel to the like face. it's it's gonna be so rigged towards him if the rule the rules wise, it's not gonna matter. This kid's gonna not last the full twelve. But if it's mixed martial arts, it may get interesting. I may put money on this on this this uh, this I think Japanese guy or Chinese. It's in Japan, so. Japanese. If I had to take the uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Japanese. Yeah. I'm not. It could be who knows. You take Japanese. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, but whatever this guy's, I might put money on him because, like, you know, like you never know. He might actually, uh, he might actually have it. But yeah, uh, so. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'd be interested to watch that fight. His name though, tension. Like, what? What a first name. But uh, anyways, uh, speaking I, of tension, I Travis Scott's kid's name is Stormy. So I, I uh, we can go. We, well, we could have a segment of people with wild names. Just talk about Kanye and his kids. Anyways, speaking of tension, we are just. This is. I didn't even plan this actually. There is tension in L.A. Luke Walton has already been on the hot seat supposedly, but now Magic's saying he's not. And then the reporters were talking to LeBron about it, and LeBron says he doesn't listen to any of that kind of stuff. He stays away from the noise, which is probably the most BS thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, LeBron is such a soft dude when it comes to the media. He, I mean, other than KD, who is the worst when it comes to the media, LeBron, I swear he, like, has ears everywhere that he wants to hear. He thrives off of it. I, I think he does thrive on it a little bit. And the thing is, with Luke Walden, I think they, I think the, the Lakers overstretched. They thought that, like, oh, just because – he led the Warriors to a great record so as the greatest season, but yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. You realize the team they had, right? Like, I just think it doesn't matter who's LeBron's coach. Like Tyron Lue just got cut or got fired. Tyron, for six games. I mean, also Tyron Lue isn't a bad coach. But that's I, what I'm saying. Six games and he was canned. It's not like, it's just whatever, whoever is LeBron's coach. It doesn't matter. I, I I'm just waiting for like Tyron Lue to like sign with some NBA team who's just absolutely like a good coach away from being decent again. Yeah. And win like 50 games with them, and I'm like, all right, yep, yep, Cleveland's stupid. 
I mean, Dan Gilbert may be the biggest idiot in sports. Oh. Speaking of Dan Gilbert, update from our boss, Mr. Mike Brown. Ding, 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 The T is to buy the Tigers. So, the Detroit Tigers. So, that should be interesting. Okay. Yeah. A little, little, little breaking news from the yeah, little breaking O-Captain, my man. captain. Yeah. Um, all right. So, what do you got for me next? Uh, just little uh, college basketball is back. First night, and Kansas' number one ranked team just beat Michigan State in a uh, – Barn burner went actually down to the final seconds. I think it was they won by five, and now Duke is playing Kentucky. Everyone knows that little rivalry rivalry with uh, Christian Leitner and all that jazz. But yeah, college basketball is back. Can't believe it. Football season. Can't believe college basketball is back. I, you know, it's so funny. I, um, so I'm a big Tar. Well, so folks, I'm a big Tar Heels fan. So my Tar Heels, of course, beat BU just now. And uh, I, I, you know what? I'm two years removed from a title. I'm very compla- complacent with what I'm hearing the hype behind these Tarheels this year. I'm excited, dude. Seventh Woods, is he finally going to show Woods up? A bo- that dunk he threw out in the offseason literally had me jump out of my seat. I was watching that in, like, I think a gas station, like, or something. <laughs> I saw it on Snapchat or so- I was somewhere, like, a- just completely random. I saw it and I jumped out of where I was standing. Like, what was that? But, like, I'm so excited. Even Roy Williams looks like he's just having a good time. I think this is the best team he's had since that uh, – the Tyler Zeller, uh, Harrison Barnes year when they – like, their team, like, fell apart with injuries. They should have steamrolled everybody. Yeah, the, te- the year when Austin Rivers broke our hearts. I, honestly, with, uh, I sa- I've been saying this for five, ten years, however long it's been. If we played Anthony Davis's North Carolina uh, – Kentucky team in the, in the national championship game – we would have beaten them by forty at four. I I I can't go with that because that team was pretty dominant. But that team you was can, very you can good. What you want? <laughs> that team was very good, but we were better. We were designed to beat. We were like the type of team that could actually because they were a they they liked to slow the game down because that was before the brow really developed a good shot and ball handling skills. Yeah. Like, I'm talking like what he has now, and that that uh <laughs> that North Carolina team could just run with Kendall Marshall leading the way. Holy Lord. Yeah, but you know what? College basketball is back. I'm excited. When it comes to tournament time, Mark, you're going to see me get like a rabid animal bleeding Carolina blue. So it should be fun. should be fun. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, a little breaking news as well. The college playoffs have been revealed, and UCF is still 12. <laughs> they did oh, not move God. an inch, which they I don't think so they should have. They shouldn't have, though, because they had a close game with Temple, who lost to Villanova, which is bad, but they are going to complain so much. Kentucky's ahead of them, so yeah, they only, it's only did eleven now, but we'll, uh, we'll keep updating you guys on the news with that. I mean, even they'll be hearing this later. Yeah. Um, so NBA news again: Lamelo Ball, the youngest Ball brother, is now going back to high school. He's going to play for Spire Institute in Ohio. Thoughts on that? Okay, one. Where the hell? I never even heard of. I saw this update before. I was like, I was flipping the Bleacher Report while I was watching like Netflix before, and I was like. Where the hell is Spire, Ohio? And I'm like, first, first, I mean, I understand maybe it's because he wants to kind of just get a, a good year. Maybe it's like a really good basketball kind of like Oak Hill was. Yeah. I'm not even sure. Like, I you just can't play in college though, right? I think, I don't know. Because he got paid. I thought he's, he's removed his amateur status, right? Is my, like, I feel like, I mean, I could I be completely wrong, but I don't think he can play like, in college. I think you can like remove the pay and like, like you can like, t- like just, push away, like, like, and it's X the deal. I think you could play. I'm not sure how it goes. I don't know. But 
he's finishing high school. He's gonna have to wait a year at least one. He's gonna wait at least one year to get into the NBA, if not more. I don't know, but the Ball family is just a train wreck. I love it. Yeah, I mean, even though Levar Ball is LeBron has calmed that man down. I didn't never lost. She never lost. But uh, so yeah, we talked about Bruce Arians, my Mountaineers. Just another little update: are at nine. That's the ranking. The highest states behind them at ten, which is congratulations. Which is great though for possible future playoff predictions because having Ohio State be at ten is awesome. Um, but back to this is so Bruce Arians is my number nine. Going to the Browns possibly as a comeback for Chuck Pagano. We already uh, talked about that. So my number ten is uh, you're more of the hockey guy, but the Blackhawks firing. The long-term coach Q, three so, Stanley Cups, it's wild. I it's it's so funny to me. I'm like I'm a very like you know we're both very casual on hockey, but since I can remember, like even when I was a, the, the Blackhawks one was a junior in high school when they had Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane, they were nasty, and that's what I remember about the Blackhawks. Yeah. Stupid. This guy's been there for since the dinosaurs roamed the earth, and you know he's <laughs> like. It's like kind of like firing like a, a Joe Parr, a Bill Cower, and it, it to me it's strange. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I the Blackhawks that bad? I, I just I, I just I, think it's one of those the time like I think it's one of those things like it's just I mean it's kind of happening with this is with the Ravens with uh, Harbaugh like it just it didn't seem like it's gonna g- get better. You know, like right now the Ravens they are. Had, they had their time to shine, but now it's yeah. Like, and it's not saying he's not going to be a good coach somewhere else, but it's like your time here. It's like the Andy Reid, Andy yeah. Reid with the Eagles. His time was up. There's just nothing you can do. Right and look now. at him; he's killing it. So, yeah. I mean, everyone. We had uh, Austin wrote a great article about it. Go check it out. Uh, but, but yeah. So I mean, so yeah, that is a uh, my rundown there. Ended off with a little a little coach firing, but you know. He'll probably be back. Supposedly the Blues are looking at him. So he had a hockey reference. That's impressive. So, yeah, you got. We'll make sure. I'll make sure I can snag once a week. <laughs> all we need is like darts or like tennis, and we're straight. Like cricket, cricket. You kidding me? Oh, there we go. So uh, yeah, no. So next up. So next up, we have. Uh, we're gonna do uh, looking forward to next week, and then I'll go into my. We call it last call. I have it in the. I have. Now we two last calls. We do the one I do in the in the uh, in the article, which I might kind of change that up because last week I was pulling at straws. But I actually have a good one this week. I was going to write an article about it, but I feel like it's just better as a rant because yeah. it's just so much crap I have to write. You have to get ridiculed for grammar. God, ranting so much more easier on a podcast. Oh my God, yeah, dude. And I'm I'm the king of wrong sentences. So <laughs> yeah. So all right. So going, but we're going to quickly. We're going to start off with college football. Looking for. We, of course, have the rankings coming out in the next couple of minutes, and it's going to be great. And uh, My Hurricanes still aren't ranked. It just makes me so sad. Mark Rick should get fired, in my opinion. But whatever. That's another too soon. Too soon. To, uh, trust me, you don't watch the same game, though. <laughs> um, after seeing last year, this is a debacle. Um, yeah. All right, so Thursday's game is uh, Wake Forest, NC State. I think it's a trap game. I, I don't know. I, I think, think the NC Wolfpack State are actually team. pretty good. You know what? I, I don't know, maybe. But Wake Forest, is, they can score. Like, we've seen. Yeah, but this got beat by Syracuse, who I also think is pretty good. But I don't. I just think NC State's going to roll. I'm also pissed because West Virginia was supposed to play Penn, NC State in the beginning of the year and it got canceled due to that hurricane. But I don't know. I think I think NC State's coach, along with their quarterback, 
I think they're going to be able to take care of Wake Forest. But you can take the trap game. I'll beat you again in the, this week. <laughs> yeah, I'll still smoke you and I'll take the five. Oh, okay. uh, so we, only have, we only have three uh, games of ranks playing ranks. No, two, actually. So, yeah, this is a weird week. Alabama and then Clemson, Boston College. God, this is going to be a horrible college thing to write this week. Yeah. I hate the weeks where, like, they none of the ranked teams play each other because that means more games I got to write out. It's a yeah. pain in the butt because I can't just write like a paragraph. I got to stretch it and everything. It's exactly. Ridiculous. And you helped me out this week. Your formatting was so crazy. I literally copy pasted your thing, flipped it, rotated it, and like then put my columns in. So I was just like, I'm like, I, I did the NFL myself, but I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. There's so many games. But I, there are only two games. It's Clemson, Boston College, and Clemson's going to run them off the field. Yeah, it's, Boston College can have a ranking next to their name, but that's about all they're going to have good for that game. I mean, yeah. And Clemson's they, they offense beat, is coming alive. Yeah, they their their two big claims to fame are they beat a morally defeated Miami team on Friday night in Boston, which is just a trap place to play anyway. And then, other than that, they've just been ranked. They've just not lost a lot of games. They've played garbage teams. Um, so do this last one, and then I can reveal because the top six have been re- released. Ooh, okay. So we'll do a little. And then we'll and that'll be a good transition because we'll go to football and my rant. We'll get we'll, pro football and the rant. We'll get the hell out of here. Uh, Mississippi State, Alabama. I don't think this is gonna be a close game at all. So there you go. I think Mississippi State's. I mean, they. I think would they kill? Who did they kill last week? They demolished somebody. They, it was um. It was another. It was a really. They beat no, no. They beat uh, Louisiana Tech. Good for oh, yeah. them. But uh, yeah, Tech. By the way, which I just I don't. know because I hate how Mississippi State is like they have three losses and they're just getting all this credit. Alabama's gonna beat them. Like the spread for Clemson last week was 38. This spread should be even higher for Alabama, Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. This is going to be terrible. I mean, if I'm wrong, then yeah, but I'm just going to, I just don't like Mississippi State. I don't like Nick Fitzgerald. I think they're crap. And yeah, that's it. All right. All that's right. my rant on Mississippi State. Yeah. I don't know why I hate oh. them. I just don't like them. Uh, hey, listen, I've, I've had days like that before, too. Uh, all right. So let's see these rankings. So you got at number six is Oklahoma. Okay. Five is I'm Georgia. Oh, wow. Yeah. Five is Georgia. Four, Michigan. Three, Notre Dame. Two, Clemson. And number one, Alabama. All right. So, a couple things. Um, I think Georgia's better than – I think Notre Dame is the sixth best team. I know. I think Notre Dame should be five. That's the only thing I would change, honestly. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to – it's just like – it's like the uh, the Florida State year because Jameis and them won a year before. They're not going to get taken out of that spot because they're undefeated. I think Syracuse, I need I, – I mean, I used to be a Notre Dame fan growing up because my dad everything, and then just kind of fell off. But uh, I think Syracuse has to beat them or Notre Dame's going to be in the playoff to get, like, destroyed by whoever they play. Because they play Clemson, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They play Alabama. Oh, well, Yeah, that's they play pretty Michigan. much anybody. I mean, Michigan might be a good game. Michigan's, like – Well, they already beat them. That's the problem. There's three years – there's th- every every like every year. There's always three teams that are good, and there's one team that just sneaks in and gets their ass kicked every year in yeah. the Cup. cracks me up. And yeah, well, Notre Dame beating Michigan's the issue. That's the like I know it was like the first game or second game or of a season, but them beating Michigan is why that is never gonna like they can't be six seed because they beat the number four seed. Yeah, I know that it makes sense to me, but I mean the the games change now. It's better and uh, um. Like honestly, right now, I just with Notre Dame, you know, I just, I just, they can't stay. Maybe it's the Miami bias. I don't even know. Why I just can't stay Notre Dame. Convicts I, versus I Catholics. Mostly the same team 
get obliterated by the Hurricanes on National Last year. That is true. So that is I don't, true. I mean, and they had a better running back back then too. So like, I don't mm. understand it, but whatever. All right, that's the top. That's the top six. You were going to leave. It's going to be Alabama versus whoever in the championship game. I've kind of just mailed it out. I'm just looking forward to the bowl game at this point. All right, Thursday night football, the first thing we hit on in the NFL. We're actually making our predictions here because this game, this podcast will be up Thursday morning. So, Panthers-Steelers. I have the Panthers here. It's in Heinz Field, but I think the Panthers sneak it out. I think that Cam Newton – is playing his best football. I think they use a lot of weapons around him, and Christian McCaffrey is, under, is a top ten running back. So, I, <laughs> I can't. I, I'm going Panthers just because I didn't go with Panthers. Panthers last week against the Bucks. I keep saying that Cam's going to have this blunder game, but then again, the Steelers have a blunder game. Ooh, ooh. So. It's a trap, you know. It, every, yeah, but it's like a trap both ways. I can't get out of the trap. Well, this happened to the Bengals a couple weeks ago. I finally picked them for the first time in four weeks, and I lost. So, I mean, like. And I, I also, I'm a little biased with all my friends from college were Steelers fans, and they've grown this hatred in my head for the, the Steelers nation. So, uh, even though I did write an article about them and how they should just relax. But, yeah, I'm going to go Panthers. Cam is going to – supposedly he's having a better uh, year numbers-wise as compared to his MVP year, though. So, Heinz Field's going to be uh, crying and upset, and they're going to want Le'Veon back. So that's how it's going to happen. Oh yeah. Well, also think about that Patriot that year um, the, when the Panthers and Broncos played the Super Bowl. That was just like the weirdest year of the NFL ever. It was one of the worst Super Bowls too. The Broncos played in two of the worst Super Bowls in like a span of four years. The one against Seattle when they got murdered, and then that game, which was no offense, and I couldn't even tell you who the MVP was. It Von Miller? Yeah, uh, yeah. Von Miller's the MVP. Yeah, both years. Defensive player MVP. That's when you know it's a terrible Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I just it was so bad, and like that was the year that was the Chip Kelly year for Philly. So like Ugh. it was a lost year for us. So hey, he won. A, he won a Super Bowl. I'm gonna stand to it. Chip Kelly won a Chip the Kelly the Super Bowl. Somehow motivated how no Chip Kelly resurrected Howie Roseman's career from his yes. The man, that man has done wonders. Time, Howie Roseman builds a Super Bowl team in two years. Um, yeah. All right, so uh, a couple of big games I'm looking at right now, and I kind of am excited for. We've got <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to save the lot are the best one for last, but uh, we got another Rams Seahawks game. I think it's going to be a trapper. I think it's in LA, but they always Seattle always plays up to the competition, especially LA, and I think it could get into a shootout. I just think. With Jaron Brown and Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin, like Wilson's got weapons to throw to. They just can't run the ball to save their life. Yeah, and I was a huge uh, Rashad Penny guy. I only know if he's healthy because I I haven't paid attention to the Seahawks a lot. But they got Chris Carson. Mike Davis, they're back from uh, South Carolina. Yeah, no, I but they drafted Penny in like the first round this year. I was like all hype on him, but I know I don't know. I'm all I'm I'm not. It could be a trap. It could be whatever. But I think the Rams are going to come out, and they almost lost the Seahawks already. They just lost last week. I think they're kind of come out and uh, do some damage and just destroy them, honestly. I had a lot of good games. A lot of chalk. We're going to have a lot of chalk picks this week on our home. Unless yeah. you start unless you start getting ballsy. <laughs> yeah, unless, well, I mean, it worked out for me in like college. Over L.A. or something. I'm like, oh, God. But, um, yeah, we've got – actually, this is this could be a game. I'm actually intrigued by this. Dolphins at the Packers. I don't know what the weather is for this game, but if it's pretty overcast – 
I think the Brock star could pull off an upset here. The Brock star. I think he could just simply because if the Packers come out like slow, I think the Packers all just give up on the season. And the Packers can't play defense. And if Drake can get going and they can get Drake and Gore going early, they can start hitting those play action balls to, uh, to, uh, what's his name? Uh, Grant and Parker and yeah. Kenny Stills. And Oh, look, now you're looking at a high scoring game and it might actually be fun to watch. That, yeah, that coming off of one of the most boring games with the Jets and Dolphins. But, I mean, I like I said. I was surrounded by Jets fans at a, at a bar. I saw that. I was so annoyed. I had to watch sure. But, yeah, I mean, that could be that could be a random uh, quality game. It depends on what – if we're getting the Brockett ship or uh, Brockworth. Like, I mean, it's just whatever you go with. <laughs> like, that was a stretch, but I, I appreciate the effort. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had to pull that right away. I was like, there's not actually a term here, but Brockworth is what's going to go with. Exactly. All right, oh, yeah. and the last, the last two looking for is uh, Patriots-Titans at 1 o'clock on CBS. I like this game. I think it's in Tennessee, advantage Tennessee. Two, Tennessee just came off a very morale-boosting win on Monday Night Football in, against America's team, and New England just played a – New England is not the same New England they were last year the year before. I think the Titans can win this. It's going to be tight, though. It's going to be – it's going to come down to – like a miracle throw from Mariota to Corey Davis in the back of the end zone. Up oh, too soon. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. I'm. Uh, I think. I don't think the Pats have like a ability this year to kill teams. I don't like because their defense is not very good. But uh, they have a than, defense. I thought they just threw eleven dummies on the field. Other than uh, what's his name? Is it Tyler Flowers? Whatever their no, defense end. It's uh no, Dar- I think it's Tyler it's Trey Flowers and Trey Flowers. Not Tyler. But uh, I mean, I. If if you put that Titans team against the Pats la- this past Monday, that game's not even close because of the, all those turnovers. So like if the if the Titans hold on the ball, maybe it's close, but I just don't see it if they turn the ball over because Tom Brady's gonna uh, will take advantage. Yeah, he'll capitalize it. So and we, I actually just added another one, but we're gonna talk Sunday football first. Cowboys Eagles, uh, the D- Dak Prescott versus Carson Wentz round five. I'm excited. Actually, no, round four, because Wentz didn't play last year because he was injured. But, yeah, yes. Dak Wentz, Dak Wentz, round four. I'm excited. Eagles are coming off a bye. Timmy Jurgens back. Thank God. Josh Adams is our new starting tailback. I never thought I'd say that. Um, Golden Tate makes his Eagles debut. This is going to be fun, and it's in Philly. Oh, gosh. Oh, well, I get excited, but I also get it, like, because I – go and tailgate for every home game because I'm that close. So it's like I always like have to like wrap my head around like, all right, Sunday's going to be a rough one. Like or Mondays are going to be a rough one. Oh, yeah, I know. That's how I am too, especially on a Sunday game. I might call out of work on Monday. I'd be like, hey, uh, Jim, I'm going to need work off because I am watching this game. Yeah, Um, thank God my work doesn't even know when I'm there when I'm not there. I just sit in my little office and do my accounting work and they don't bother me. (laughs) If I don't show up for work, um, I don't pick up the other half of the 600-pound dresser and I get yelled at. Uh, yeah, but uh, I think this game. It, what Eagles team you get? What Cowboys? I mean, the Cowboys haven't really shown us a good side. I think you're going to get the same but... Cowboys team you saw last week. It's too yeah. short a week. I think you're going to get the off the buy coming out like they just like they want to kill somebody. They they stay one in Jacksonville. It was a I was I was a morale win. Yeah, because they stopped the Jags when they needed to. Bortles was starting to get hot and. I give Bortles all the pl- uh, all the car- tread in the world. That dude, when he gets rolling, is a good quarterback. Like I'm not gonna lie, 
if he can get past the dumb turnovers, Bortles is a solid B-plus quarterback. He can get down the field. And they're it's not good. a bad team. And they're obviously not a bad team. They just can't get consistent play from him. I mean, you had this crazy stretch with him when he like, he put up all those points against the Steelers and the Patriots in the playoffs last year. It's just tough because he makes – he's one of those people that throws the football and doesn't look like he trusts any pass he makes. I know. He almost needs – like, he almost needs, like, the Jags to go out and get, like, the number one or – like, they, he needed them to go out and get, like, Cooper or somebody. I don't just, even think it would matter. I don't even think it matters. The ball – it almost looks like he's looking at his hand when he's releasing the ball just to make sure he's supposed to let go. Like, that's the only thing with me. Like, he can play well, but he's just – like, that's what we were talking about earlier. Uh, I don't know if it was bef- we were talking before the podcast or whatever. Like, he's kind of like Jameis. He's just – he just it was during the podcast, but he just, just doesn't trust the ball. Um, yeah. And the last one, and this is just great, ESPN. Oh, my God, I love when they're the punchline of the joke because they're, they're the, the – I just – I'm not a fan of them anymore. I just don't like how they handle their company's business, but whatever. They could be my employers. So hopefully they never hear this. Um <laughs> Uh, Giants 49ers is the Miami football game. Uh, they they Nick actually Mullen had a couple flex. Nick Mullen, yeah. Who was he last week? Nobody knows. <laughs> he didn't even have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, I, I mean. I think I'm on a Wikipedia page for, like, Southern's radio station or something. Like, come on, man. <laughs> humble brag, humble brag. No, I'm, I'm completely pulling that out of my butt. I probably am not. But seriously, like, I'm, pro- I'm probably more relevant on the internet this guy. Holy crap. And he comes out and he wins. And he won big. It was the Raiders. And I'm going to talk about that. I mean, I'm a, I, that was my rant in last week's thing. But, like, oh, my God. Yeah. The Raiders, the Giants. I, I got, I'm taking – I mean, I'm, I'm the spoiler. I'm probably taking the 49ers. I think the Giants are the worst team in football besides the Raiders. Well, so. yeah. And, I mean, if Nick Mullins plays like he's the uh, second coming of Brett Favre because he went to Southern Myth, like, I mean, like, why not? He rolled I mean, like he did at Southern Miss, too. Like, come on. Well, and this 49ers team is just like last year. These Something about Shanahan and Lynch get these guys to still play their asses off, no matter they, they, they how are, bad they are. How Shanahan, like, he's like his dad. He's just a smart – he's smarter than everyone else around him. Yeah, like, he gets these guys to play hard, and they know they have nothing to look forward to. Like, they're just going to go into the offseason and not make the playoffs. Like, But, hey, go out there and get your ass kicked every week. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but. Nick Mullins, man. Is Jimmy G on the hot seat? <laughs> I doubt it, but I mean, hey, he's got to stop dating porn stars off. All right. Oh, man. It's because she said he was going to turn to gold. That didn't work out so well. I mean, his knee turned to gold and cracked. So. He deserved that. I'm, I've, I'm not a huge fan of ACL tears. I've had a couple, uh, but he all he had to do was step out of bounds. That's a rant for a different time, but God, that pissed me off. Yeah, he was my starting quarterback in my paid league, and then he was out. So I had to scramble. I've had four different guys start for me in my paid league. It was Jimmy G, and then it was, like, two other guys, and then finally Foles, Wentz came back week three. I was like, thank God. Yeah. I just had to start Mariota this week. Um, All right, so that wraps it up for our preview for next week for football. Now we go into my favorite segment because it's all about me. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) It's the last call. This is where I will go on a two-minute rant, one minute, 30-second, five. It depends on the issue. This one's pretty quick. And, Mark, you've noticed this. The NFL is back to normal. And let me elaborate. In the beginning of the season, we had all these crazy things. Like, oh, the Browns are back. And, uh, and the Jets are good with Darnold. And the Packers are garbage. Well, they're still garbage. But the, the Patriots don't look as good. They got whooped by the Jaguars. And, all this, and the Steelers are terrible. This is the end. And, oh, wait. 
Let's go down to division leaders for a second. Pittsburgh, LA, Chicago, you know, Houston, New Orleans, and oh yeah, um, I Minnesota's there too. So is Philadelphia. You noticing a pattern here, big fella? The NFL didn't change. All the BS about the first eight weeks of the season has gone down the crapper, and the NFL is back to its way it should be. With the right teams up top and the teams that were complete dumpster fires last year are dumpster fires again. The only surprises this year is Patrick Mahomes, very good player. I am so high on him. I think he's great for football. He is literally, if it wasn't for him sounding like Kermit, I couldn't say anything bad about him. But. I think that you know what, besides Le'Veon Bell's absence and the Steelers don't even need him at this point. I mean, he should they should have given it to Philly for a nickel because I mean what we get him for six games. But I look at this and I'm like, everyone's like talking about how oh, our team's gonna be I'm like, no, your team's not. And this maybe is the cynic in me and the realist and how much football I've watched. I knew this was gonna happen because besides Tennessee's hot start and then falling off and getting back on the wagon again. There's not many teams that are so wildly inconsistent that I can't predict them. Like Tennessee last night, uh, last night showed me that they are a better team than 90%, like 80% of the teams in the NFL. They flukely beat us off of some BS penalties, but I still give them all the credit in the world because they're a great team. I think they're going to win the AFC South. Book it here. I think the Texans are going to be the sixth seed because Deshaun Watson is going to crumble because he's so gun shy about that ACL. I mean, don't get me wrong, next year, next year, he's going to tear it up. Because he's going to be two years removed from that ACL Terry. But that's my rant. Oh, yeah, by the way, John Gruden, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> I just I can't. I can't with him, man. All these players want to pay for the Raiders. Who? John? Bruce, and Bruce, Bruce Irvin just uh, got weighed, so he clearly yeah. did not want oh, to. Oh, boy, Team 5. I'm, my number's 51, by the way, if you hadn't guessed by how many things I have, my Twitter handles and everything else. I'm a 5-1 guy. Bruce Irvin's my boy because he's team 5-1. Bruce. Bruce. Yo, Bruce, is, I really hope, like, Philly or New Orleans picks him up and he goes and wins a title. Like, because you know what? John, you suck. All right? Like, you trade a Khalil Mack who wanted to play in Oakland. You trade him. Now he's the best defensive player in football right now. You trade Amari Cooper. He sucks, but he's going to Dallas. He'll get a decent contract there. And yeah, you got all these great draft picks, but knowing your stupid butt, you picked Chris Sims one year. All right, come on. I, I can't with this guy. The problem is, I root for the Raiders because my uncle, who I care about very deeply, he's like a second father to me. He's a Raiders fan. I one time had a Jamarcus Russell jersey. I'll admit Ooh. it. Here's the thing. You should keep he that one to yourself. He's the person to wear silver and black since Jamarcus Russell. Like, Jesus Christ. It's just the look. He, when they pan, I swear, they pan over to him on that sideline more than any other coach. And he has that look where it looks like he's trying to, like, whistle or, like, pucker up his lips at all times. It's, like, the weirdest thing. And it's, like, he doesn't know what's going on. He wants to talk, but he can't. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not all – I'm. we're a little opposite there. I mean, John Gruden, he might be a genius, but he's really dumb right now. He's really, just, really, really dumb right now. He he has to pull off a miracle or he's going to look – and this Raiders 110 – it's like it's like the ghost of Al Davis came back. Like, rest in peace. But, dude, that guy towards the end of his career was peanut. All you got to say is Vegas, baby. They're going to Vegas. And oh, my God. That's going to be – you know what? Change. They did Oakland dirty. They did Oakland dirty. 
This is their last year in Oakland. They did them dirty. They're doing it right. There's, they were like, here, we'll give you a reason why you want us to leave. Boom. We suck. We're out of here. See ya. All right. Well, you know what, Mark? That was a great go through this week. Um, you know what, folks? By the way, me and Mark, of course, have our various columns we write every week. Check out Mark. He does a lot of great basketball stuff and college football. Big, I think you cover the big – you're a Big Ten beat writer, right? Big 12. Big 12. Big 12. Sorry. There's too many bigs. I am, of course, in your Canes and Eagles and Timberwolves beat writer. I tried to do it with the ACC, but, you know, his boy Josh wasn't going to hear that. <laughs> yeah, uh, God, God forbid. Yeah, so you know what? Listen, check out Sports.com. If you want, DM us. Buy a shirt. They're cheap. They're good. I'm wearing one right now. They're so comfortable. They're navy with a nice little orange piggy on the front of them. And uh, check us out next week. This podcast will be up in a couple uh, – up and – Watch some football this weekend. Got yes. anything else? No, that's it. Belly up and see you guys next week. See you guys next week. This episode of The Corner Booth has been brought to you by Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Follow your hosts on Twitter at Belly Up Jared and at Mark Riley.